Welcome to the Yanagita Podcast Show, episode 50. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special episode because we are episode 50. 50 recordings, 50 episodes, thanks to you and the questions you send in and all the love and support you've given us over the last year, actually. This whole thing started during the COVID pandemic and I I believe we were just reopening back in June. Yeah, we were just reopened actually. And uh, you know, this is all thanks to you folks. So thank you guys for encouraging and supporting this this whole podcast journey. And whether it's been the solo episodes like this where we get to talk and I get to communicate and share and all that good stuff or we can have some awesome guests talk about nutrition, fitness, leadership, business, careers, martial arts, etc. And today I want to just make this episode because I'm here in Honolulu on a work trip, not a vacation, a work trip. And I feel like I'm working actually more (laughs) than when I was back home, which is awesome, right? And, you know, I got an opportunity to meet with my former boss, Blaine Geisen, which he was on, I believe, episode three or four, Blaine Geisen. So Blaine Geisen, my former boss at Kamehameha School, my last boss, was an incredible leader, incredible mentor, just a great human being. The lessons I got from him were profound. So I got so many lessons. I got lessons from leadership, how to be build relationships with your athletes and your team and your the people you serve. How being open and honest and asking questions, allowing other people to take charge of things. And so the first memory I have of Mr. Blaine Geisen, and before we go into this, I want to just share this whole thing, this whole trip was an incredible trip, um, building more connections with KITV and my former, former colleagues and all this and stuff. And the whole point of this was to spread fighting sickness with fitness. That's the number one goal, right? We want to help you, the families, our families, the people in the community that can really benefit from living a healthier and being a happier person, which is probably anybody. Anybody can probably become a little healthier, a little happier, and that's the main end goal of this whole process. This is why we wake up early in the morning every day and you know sometimes a bit burn the midnight oil, right? Like the last uh I still been getting up early and the last actually this whole time, this whole trip, I've been probably sleeping around, I don't know, eleven to midnight and still sleeping like five hours, four or five hours, and that's okay because I love this. I mean I wouldn't be spreading this and doing this video with you or audio if you're listening to audio, if I didn't really truly care. And every time I feel like I'm having a hard time, I think about my grandma. I think about my grandma, a healthy grandma who got misdiagnosed, got wrong medication, healthy, turned to cancer, passed away in five months. Um, anytime things get difficult, I think about the why. You know, my grandmother, my mother, Right, our loved ones, and 
there are so many defeats and losses behind the scenes um, that I face on a regular basis. Uh, rejection, you know, you're not interested, you're not good enough yet, you're not this yet, you're too much, you're too little, you're too, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever the, the smoke square, the objection is, I hear it all the time. And that's good because if life always went according to plan, we don't develop, right? We don't develop if we just got healthy and fit doing simple stuff. Imagine if we got healthy and fit without having to exercise and eat healthy, right? How crazy would that be? There wouldn't be any character development. And so when we set head when we hit those harder times, those difficult rejections and told no a lot, I don't, I, you know, I always see it as, what's the lesson from this? What can I learn from this? Okay, um, we've always been kind of the underdog mentality, right? Because we don't have any, you know, we're not a franchise, we don't, we're not a big major, uh, we're not a big major brand or anything like that. We're literally started backyard with 59 bucks in my bank account uh, in 2013. And so it's interesting because during the journey, and this is the same in fitness, people will encourage you in the very beginning, right? Yeah, go for it, lose that way. You're gonna have a bunch of friends and people tell you that. You know, especially if you open up to them, guys, I'm kind of scared to start this fitness journey. I'm scared to embark this new career journey, change, whatever it is. You know, if you have good friends, they'll initially tell you things like, yeah, yeah, you got this, go for it, boom, make it happen. Now, typically, I don't, I don't know, you know, human nature well enough or psychology well enough, but typically, when you start making progress towards whatever that is, a business, your health, your fitness, your career, right? Let's just say your health, you start losing weight. Let's just say, I'll take an example. One of our clients had to lose 80 pounds. Now, once he lost the first 35 pounds, the people around him were telling him, take it easy and, dude, you don't need to eat all healthy anymore, bro, you already look good. And actually start to guilt trip him. Right? Guilt trip. Oh, you're looking a little skinny, buddy. But reality is he's still on a skeletal structure for his height and his body fat percentage, which is basically non-functional weight, right? Body fat. It's just stored debt, energy, debt, just in case we're in debt. And he was still about 40, 50 pounds overweight. Um, and about 10 to 15% body fat above what is considered healthy for his heart and his kidneys and his liver and his brain. And so we, we continue to stay on that track to keep eating healthy, exercising three to four days a week and all the consistent habits. And slowly the people started falling off saying like, oh, this guy is just too crazy. Now you're just a fitness fanatic. Um, you know, whatever it is. And same with career, right? I, I hear this all the time with our members too. When we sit down with our members, initially, they'll, they'll go for a promotion, 
right? Like, oh, I'm not sure if I should go for this new job promotion or whatever. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, go for the promotion. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you're gonna you're gonna earn more. You're gonna do this. You're gonna you're gonna have more leeway. You're gonna be like the, you know, you're gonna be a boss or something, a manager or whatever it is. And what happens? Once you're in the trenches, once you're doing it, you're earning more. You're doing more. What do people say? Same thing like the fitness. Start guilt tripping you. Oh, you're doing too much. Oh, you're doing too little. Maybe you're 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 not on the front lines anymore. So you're all come. You know you're in you're in this little tower now, or you don't have enough time, or you don't have this, or you look so this, or you look. I don't know. Whatever it is. Maybe you don't need all that, Justin. Right. So. What, it, what I'm just trying to say is when people start to say things to you when you're on your journey, that's a good thing, right? And from, from my experience, what it is, is they want help as well, right? When our best friends or close friends or family members start saying things like, hey, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're going too fast, you're doing this, or, you know, why are you getting in shape, or why are you losing so much weight, I, I liked you a little chubby, you know, whatever, whatever it is, or I liked it when you didn't have this managerial role, or whatever, whatever the, or new job, whatever it is. If we can share with them that journey, typically people are super stoked right or at the very least understanding maybe not super stoked but some people will be super stoked that you're sharing the realities of it right like oh my gosh like i didn't realize you have to deal with all these tough clients now that you're and you have to deal with all the the personalities on your team um wow i didn't realize that you know you hit all these plateaus and you actually almost stopped your fitness journey because it's difficult you had all these setbacks and wow I, I, I didn't realize it so you lost about 0.75 pounds a week on average in six months that's 20 pounds right and when we can share the more we can share the more we can connect and communicate I truly believe that you know we can all help each other because this is the main goal because right? too often we hear people saying like, well, you know, oh, let's not care about what people think or um, what else do people say? Um, something about, uh, you know, I don't, I don't even know what people say because I don't even pay attention too much uh, about all the negative stuff. But well, to me it's negative, right? Because it's important to think about what other people are thinking. Because it's not only about us, right? When we do our fitness journey, when we do a new career path, when we are working a lot, when we are doing anything, anything in life, right? It's a sacrifice from the short-term pleasures. And there's that balance, right? Now, of course, you know, we're not gonna just say we're just completely never gonna eat <laughs> ice cream and pizza and all that good stuff again. We're not saying that. We're not saying to just fully just cut out that or to fully just never work again and live a happy, you know, uh, a, you know, a, I guess a 
I don't even know what that is, like without a purpose life. But some days it is difficult. To be completely honest, some days it is very difficult. Especially when you have setback after setback, after rejection, after being told no so many times, right? It's easy to think positive, <laughs> of course, when things are going well, right? When things are going well, it's like, oh, how much more weight can I lose? How much more fit can I get? How much, you know, can I get a better raise? Can I move up my the, the ladder of my company that I work at? It's easy to think those things when morale is good and when it's positive. What's not as easy, and this is this is this is the key right here. One of the keys, I should say, is being able to see the end goal that vision in your head or that picture in your mind when things are not going so well when things are not going so well a health complication happens you get into a big fight with your a family member a loved one you get into a big fight with your boss a co-worker whatever you get rejected you get told no you know you get passed up on that promotion i don't know whatever that thing is because everybody's going through challenges, as cliche as it sounds, if we can see it in our head, we can make it happen in real life. And so, but it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And I still get bouts of, if you guys don't know, from the previous podcast episodes, I've talked about my depression, my anxiety, and I was suicidal, and um, how... All of these things originated from when I was, uh, I still have a difficult time. I went through ter therapy and all this stuff, but uh, to share it with you and our audience is still difficult. At 12 years old, I was uh, uh, abused uh, sexually and that, I am grateful for it now, hindsight looking back, right? Because without that, I probably wouldn't be who I am. You know, I probably, I, not probably, I definitely would be a different person, you know, for better or worse. Um, so I'm grateful for all the things that happened in my life. But not to make the same story, because, you know, that story is on previous podcasts. There's still bouts of depression that happens. Now, obviously, if a level one is, you know, zero, you know, minimal depression and level 10 is being suicidal, um, at the very worst, it probably gets to like uh, seven or eight, where you start, where you know, you start contemplating about like, man, is this even the right thing? Am I, am I what, what, what the heck am I doing? Um, you start questioning yourself, like all of these different things. And I forget who told me this. I can't remember if it's a mentor, if I read this, or or, or something. It was about what depression is. It was a good way to think about it. Was depression is deep rest. Depression is deep rest. Depression, deep resting. And so, when I thought about it that way, it really made sense because the times that we feel a lot of anxiety, which is basically anticipation of future suffering, right? 
we're anticipating that something is going to go really bad, which is why a heart starts thumping, right? It's not even real when a heart starts thumping. You watch a scary movie, oh my goodness, boom, heart starts thumping. Same with real life. Oh my goodness, I have to have that meeting tomorrow with the boss. I gotta, I gotta meet with this client tomorrow, or you know, I, you know, and that's the anticipation of something going bad. That's anxiety. Versus the opposite, where we can see it going well because of our preparation and our planning and the work we put in, then we can see it, you know, as a as a positive, hopefully, outcome. And it's a practice too. It's a mental practice. We talked about it in the book, how people who we surveyed who are generally, generally, not all the time, but generally optimistic and happy and grateful, the mindset shift of what things they decide to think about, what things they feed, not their body, but their mind, also their body too, but what they feed their mind. You know, because one of the things was, uh, I think it was Walter Bond said, when's the last time you watched the news and you felt good about America. Or when's the last time we watched the news and we were like, yay, hooray, Hawaii is doing awesome. Not really all that often, right? Um, if any, I mean, most of the time, because fear sells. Fear sells, and that's, you know, it's a business. The, the news industry is a business. And so, feeding the mind feeding the mind and for for every person who I am today I genuinely want to just just share with you on this episode all of who I am at this moment in June in the year 2021 you know we're getting towards the butt end and the tail end of the pandemic the coronavirus but this version of me I want to give you everything I got you know because you deserve it you're tuning in you're listening and I know your time is really valuable so the whole thing about fitness and because most number one, most number one, you know, there's another insecurity of mine too is stuttering and speaking Japanese first because my brain is bilingual. Start thinking in two languages. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so thank you for what do you call bearing with me all of these episodes and the future episodes to come. If you guys haven't already, please subscribe. And you know, check us out on YouTube, uh, where we have Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please check us out, write a review, it really helps out to get this message out there. Anyway, with fitness, the main goal is not to be perfect because there is no such thing as perfect, right? Just like with the dental health, right. We're never gonna brush your teeth and floss perfectly, perfectly 100% of the time. That's just impossible. I mean, that's not impossible, that's just unrealistic, I should say, right? Or that's just like this very same to say like, um, you're gonna brush your teeth twice a day, floss every day, do all these things, blah, 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 every single day, no exception. Is like the same of saying you're gonna exercise every day, you're gonna eat healthy every single day, avoid sugar, avoid every you know all the stuff every single day for the rest of your life. 
that's not the whole point because when we try to reach for a perfection level of state, it takes the joy out of it, right? It takes the joy out of the journey and the now. Um, I forgot who said this as well too. I think it was Jim Rohn. Oh no, Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar, Zig Ziglar had said, I believe, I'm paraphrasing, the past is full of lessons, the present is the gift, and the future is the inspiration, right? And so, if we start only thinking perfection, right, it's so hard to keep going when those hard times happen, when we hit the plateau, right? Let's just say, it becomes difficult <clears throat> it becomes difficult to keep going when the times are difficult that doesn't make sense <laughs> what I'm trying to say is when you hit that roadblock you hit that plateau you get that hard phone call from somebody right a co-worker says something to you you know, you hit a plateau in weight loss, you're not losing weight anymore. You feel like you hit a plateau in your health and uh, fitness journey. You feel like you're not getting any stronger. If the main goal is perfection, man, it's, it's hard. This is why the average person, and we, we really got to get the, get the mindset shift, is we typically start a fitness program, right? A gym, a nutrition a diet program, a supplement thing, uh, drink these two shakes a day program, like all these things. The average person in America, I believe it was the average, I think guys and women were different statistics, but the average person was about three to four times a year that we try different diets and different programs and different gyms, right? So if, you're, if, you, if you've been consistently exercising about two to four times a week and consistently eating healthy most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, uh, you're in a great place and you should give yourself more credit, right? Because if you think about it, every setback that you experience, it means you got through it. Every major roadblock you got at work, you got through it. Every major heartache you got in family, you guys got through it. Every major crisis you had in life, no matter how bad it was or how bad it is now, you're here, you're surviving, you're, you're, you're alive, you know? You're making it through, you made it through all of those difficult times, you know? Um, whether it's something as, everybody has a story. You know, whether it's uh, going to the food bank, picking up food and, you know, what my mom had to do and um, we made the walk down and picked up food and would ask Sack and Save for whatever food that they had to get rid of back then uh, just so that we could, we could eat. Um, expired bread, no problem. Pick off the mold, toast it. <laughs> Rotten milk. Good. We got yogurt. We got. We, she made it into yogurt. It was incredible. The ability to be resourceful and to continually push forward is one of the greatest gifts we all have. 
And so, you know, I'm just really enjoying this moment with you, you know, listening. And I, I really hope that we can all pass it forward, right? If you're already, wherever you are in your journey, there is somebody that we can all help. There is that one coworker that looks stressed out. Maybe we can listen to them, not say anything to, you know, just, just to listen, to understand. You know, maybe they're really stressed out, burned out, whatever it might be. Maybe somebody on their fitness journey is uh, really struggling. Um, and so if someone's acting uncharacteristically, uh, sometimes the best thing is just to be there, right? Um, and encourage them to be with us, do stuff with us, right? Put them in a positive environment. And I love this story, by the way, guys, uh, about the mango. I'm definitely an amateur. You know, I don't claim to be a professional in uh, in uh, fruits or plants or farming or anything like that. But um, what I do love is mangoes. And a lot of you guys listening, I know you guys love mangoes too. And the mango tree right imagine this imagine if i said i have this mango seed which is your idea the idea i want to get fit i'm going to be in the best shape of my life in my 40s and 50s and 60s i'm going to be whatever whatever your goal is i'm going to move up the ranks i'm going to be a manager or move up whatever that goal is okay that's the that's the seed a physical seed the mango tree seed now if you just put it into the ground right i mean First off, we gotta put it into the ground. Let's just say that we just hold the seed in our hand. We don't do anything, we just keep it in our hand in our pocket. That mango seed is never gonna blossom into a, you know, roots, let alone bear fruit ever if we just hold it the whole time and not execute. Same with our <clears throat> goals, right? Let's just say if we have the goal of, I don't know, lose 20 pounds or I wanna get off my medication. I just want to have more energy. I want to I want to be able to keep up with my grandkids and be the best spontaneous grandma, grandpa I can be and have fun. I'm going to be that fun grandparent. Whatever that goal is, right? If we don't follow through and take that first step, it, and that first step is usually scary. It's just, oh, okay, where do I put this seed? Where do I put this mango tree seed? Do I put it over here? Do I go over here? Do I put it in this ground? Do I go in this environment? Do I go in that environment? Same with fitness journey. Do I go in this Do I go in this, you know, strength and conditioning environment? Do I go into this environment? Do I go into this one? And there's a certain environment you're gonna jive really well with, right? And so, a lot of the times, if we go to a bad environment, well bad environment means it could just be a different environment from what you need that mango that seed isn't going to blossom your goals are going to have a very hard time to be accomplished right so if i put them if i put the mango seed in an environment with like i just put it at the beach if i put it at the beach <clears throat> in that kind of sand i mean i'm an amateur of course but i, I don't believe it's going to grow at all if you just put it into the sand over there right just like if you are working out and let's just say my goal is to and I, I, I've been uh, into bodybuilding and powerlifting so I remember on the flip side when I was in powerlifting and bodybuilding and I would see people that came in I was at a Gold's Gym type of gym and when I would see new people come in and they see all of us young guys just smashing weights and you hear all the metal slamming and a ba-dang, bang, bang 
pa pa just sl slamming weights and racking, all the metal clanging. That actually turned off a lot of new people. And it's very easy to be like, well, that's, you know, they, they just gotta, you know, no, no, no. You know, it's, it's uh, our responsibility. And so the environment is super important that you feel well connected, right? You feel like there's a tribe that will support you on your journey. No one's judging you, of course, right? And all these things that they can modify and make adjustments for you, they guide you, but also they challenge you a little bit. And so, a mango seed, now that's just the first step. In fitness, it's usually just going to that gym. Right? just or even just making that phone call or going for that free consultation goal you know whatever it is to set your goals that's literally the equivalent of putting a mango seed into the ground okay what's next now imagine nobody says this right nobody says well I put the mango uh, seed nobody says that I put the mango seed into the ground and I want it to bear fruit next month right <laughs> I don't think anybody really says that but a mango seed, if you just get a seed and put it into the ground, I want fruit next month. No. But with fitness, sometimes it's like, well, I got this idea. I want to lose 50 pounds next month. I want that outcome next month. You know, and, and it might be easier to just verbally say that because it's something that's not as, well, I guess they are both physically and, you know, both tangible, but it's just really interesting. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments. Please leave them below. What do you think? Um, because I'm an amateur at this and I'm learning every day. I'm a student. And I love this stuff and I love your feedback. And I'm curious, right? Because people will say that about, about the fitness. You're going to plant the seed. You go to the consultation. I want to get to my goal in 30 days. Right? My, my major end goal. I want to be able to do sprints. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do 100 sit-ups, whatever the goal is. Um, the mango tree, actually, it takes five years on average, three to five years, I believe, from a seed to fruit. Here's why. All of the roots have to happen. The deep roots got to happen. And on top of that, it doesn't just root itself. You got to have the right soil. Remember the right environment. You have to have the right in, the enough environment. So you need enough positive sunlight, right? But then you also need a little bit of challenge. You need a little bit of rain. You need a little bit of water. And so there's that balance, right, of sun and water. If it was only sun all the time, the, the tree would die without the water. But if it only rained all the time, it would just kill the tree as well. And so just like in fitness, right, just like in fitness, if it was just all sunshine and we didn't challenge people and we're like, yay, hooray, you know, there would be no rain, right? Hey, I think you can go two more pounds. Hey, how about we challenge you? We go to that little bit heavier dumbbell. Not, not to drown, right? We don't want to drown or anything like that with a major storm, but we just want a little bit, a little bit of showers, a little bit of water. Hey, I think you can do that harder variation of burpees now. What do you think? What do you think? Okay, let's do this. I think you can do that little harder variation of the core exercise that you've been doing for the past seven months. What do you say, Jimmy? 
<laughs> and so there's that balance of encouragement, the sunshine, and the challenge. And then you have the environment and the soil, which is basically the culture of wherever you're working out at, right? This is why sometimes it's very difficult to work out uh, at home by yourself. Even for a guy like me and probably all of our coaches, if we were to tell us to just work out at home by yourself, I don't think anybody would say, yeah, it's easy. You know, everybody would say, well, no, it's going to require some discipline, dedication to work out and do the burpees and push-ups a little more than if we're in a group setting and say, okay, let's do this, guys. Boom. And so I, I think the whole thing I'm trying to share is the power of our environment and the power of the people we decide, decide, because we all have control over who we hang out with, who we surround ourselves with, who we want to be a part of, whose journey, you know, all this stuff. We get to decide. We are so lucky and, you know, it's just a incredible time and just, just incredible time that we get to choose where we work out, who we decide to do things with. And so, you know, with that being said, I'm just really thankful that <laughs> you're here, you're with us, 50 episodes in. And so I want to ask you and I want to challenge you, what are you going to do to challenge yourself a little bit, a little bit? I'm not saying to go completely bananas and out of your comfort zone and go skydiving or anything like that. I'm just, just asking, what is that just a little bit? We're going to do extra or a little bit more or a little bit different or a little bit unique way to challenge yourself because challenges are also really good, <clears throat> also really good for our mental health as well, right? Puzzles and, and crossword and all these different games and obstacle courses are fantastic to preventing and activating all the brain areas. I'm not sure 100% on the, the technical terms of the brain area. My, my friends and colleagues at the Alzheimer's Association can tell you that. And maybe we get them on next time for brain health. What do you think? But anyway, the, the whole thing about brain health, if there's not any challenges, if there's only routine and comfort, the brain starts to deteriorate, deteriorate, because it doesn't have to think anymore. The thing about it, uh, logically too, without being all scientific, logically it makes sense. If we don't use a muscle for a long time, what happens to that muscle? Does it get bigger or smaller? It gets smaller, right? If we haven't used our car in a long time, does the engine feel rusty? You know, if we go on a two-week trip and you haven't used your car, the first time, same with our brains. If we just do the same thing over and over without challenging ourselves a little bit just that we don't want too much now we don't want to have so much cortisol and stress that we're you know it's just driving us nuts of course not and bought balance and moderation but there's something challenging right maybe it's doing that extra weight maybe it's doing that extra class a week or maybe it's you know deciding to hike twice a month or maybe it's to, I don't know what it is, maybe it's to build a better relationship with the colleagues or whatever that thing that is scary is usually what's going to best help us in my experience and just my opinion. You know, that thing that we're scared of, man, whether we win or learn, 
it's an incredible feeling because it's like, oh, okay, well, uh, that didn't go so well actually. Um, what can I do next time? You know, how can I learn from this experience and uh, make sure that the next time we do it, it's a better outcome, rather than nah, I'm just gonna avoid it because nah, it's kind of scary. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I should work out, or I don't think I should do that martial art, or whatever it is. And so, just keep doing. You know, just keep doing. And I already know that you are because you're here today. Just the fact that you're listening is incredible. I am so grateful. Uh, I don't take it for granted. And so this is why I really put a lot of thought into what we want to share and the messages and the people that we have on the podcast. And, um, you know, we've actually had to cancel some guests because after talking to some guests, I realized they sometimes would front or flex or, you know, whatever that word is or, or, or prep their ego up and try to like, you know, instead of being more authentic and just share some real stories about themselves, about the hard times, right? And so that's the main thing. I, I just want to share that I, I'm a just a regular dude from Maui, and um, you know, parents immigrated here, couldn't speak the language, English. I probably learned at eight, nine years old. Um, failed school throughout middle school and, and high school, barely graduated. Uh, college dropout, and. Um, know used drugs and fell off the path and went to some downward places um, and and this is why I truly believe that life is not and just from all my grandparents the people that have I've been fortunate to sit next to before uh, before they passed right the little wisdom and insights <clears throat> that people would pass on um, is incredible. Um, one, one of my aunties uh, in Japan, she uh, she said she took the wrong path, right? And basically just chose herself and um, just chose not to do anything else for anyone else after she was maybe 35 or 40 years old, right? And so basically she took care of my mom when she was a kid, you know, picked her up and walked with her from and to school when she was a kid. Um, and this was in the 60s, I believe. So maybe a, you know, a little bit after World War II, Japan was still devastated. And um, so my mom and I were one of the few people that showed up on her deathbed when she had cancer. Um, and the one thing she told me was to not be selfish, right? She said, please don't be selfish because, you know, you might win short term. You might get your way today. You might get your way tomorrow. But when it really matters, and when you really need people, they're not gonna be there because you burned them, right? You burned them because you wanted something today and tomorrow, 
and not thinking about uh, long term. Another thing that uh, you know someone had said was, always treat people kind. You know, she told me that uh, uh, be happy. Um, always balance your perspective. Even if you think times are hard, remember other people had it harder. Especially back in the day. I mean, I, I can't even I can't even begin to imagine what people you know, generations ago, two gen even just one, two generations ago, let alone five generations ago, ten generations ago, and on and on. And so, you know, it's just incredible because, oh, sorry guys. Um, one of the things that uh, should really mention too was always do things to help and benefit others. Because as a side effect, as a side effect, people are going to help you back. But that's not the goal, right? That's not the goal is to be helped. The goal is to just help people plant a lot of good seeds, right? Plant a lot of good seeds and that's it. Just plant a lot of good seeds. Um... You know, my grandfather, uh, he went to World War II in Japan and uh, he was luckily spared from jumping into the, the Navy ships because he was a good cook. When he came back, his whole neighborhood, all of his friends were gone. They died of the battle. And my grandfather, you know, just like, you know, anybody would, went through a really hard path, dark path, and uh, made some crazy choices, and uh, but got a lot of wisdom and lessons from that, and I'm really grateful um, sharing the things that he shared with me over the years, and particularly uh, the last couple of years he was here was to not take shortcuts um, and then of course the usual stuff you know don't steal stuff don't borrow things that you don't intend to return I mean real real simple you know timeless wisdom stuff uh, that you know might seem common sense but sometimes it's not or it is but it's a good reminder um, just like with fitness, right? I mean, all of us know what to eat and what to what to do. Exercise, and, you know, eat healthy, drink the vet, uh, drink the water, you know, eat the veggies. Um, and the other one was um, follow your. Well, and I guess it depends how you translate it uh, in English, but follow your heart, or the, you could translate it to follow your dream, whichever translation your, your gut your dream your heart follow that thing right if you really want this job if you really want that promotion if you really want to get healthy if you really want to do that thing um, then you got to make it happen 
the, the regret I saw in a couple of loved ones in their eyes because they had to sacrifice so much, especially back then, guys. Especially back then, um, because they had to sacrifice so much. And they compromised so much. And they were so selfless. Um, that, uh, you know, they were sharing that, of, of, of course, you got to balance that, right? You don't want to just be the complete opposite and be selfish, but um, make sure to take care of yourself as well. You know, make sure you're eating good foods, you're getting enough rest, sleeping early enough, or whatever it is, um, moving your body, um, and then really just following your, your uh, passion dream if you want to go talk to that guy go talk to that guy if you really want to go talk to that woman go talk to that woman if you really want that you know job go for it um, you know if you really want to uh, get healthy uh, find a good environment or, or <laughs> check out yanagitofitness.com of course fighting sickness with fitness is also on Amazon Gotta put that out there. Get the book. Or just email us at uh, yanagitafitness at gmail.com. We'll send you a free ebook. Um, you know, I, I didn't think I was gonna get this deep, <laughs> this last maybe like 15 minutes. I just kind of went off of my gut and my heart. Um, and I really hope that. You know, if this, if you find any value in um, in this podcast, please uh, share this with you know two people. Just share it with somebody, because at the end of the day, if they're alive, they've went through a bunch of storms, right? They've been to a bunch of disasters, a bunch of failures, a bunch of mistakes, a bunch of hard times, and they're here today, and so. You know, let's have that compassion, let's have that uh, empathy, let's, uh, and let's just be grateful that we get to be around awesome people and, you know, we get to add value to people and um, help other people, help other people, that's it, you know. Um, anyway, gang, uh, thank you guys so much for this episode. <laughs> um, Please, if you guys enjoyed this, or maybe if you didn't enjoy it, <laughs> um, you know, whatever it is, please leave some comments, some feedback, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Um, thank you for joining us, whether it's been all of the episodes in the past, or this is your first episode you're tuning in. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys all so much. Keep on fighting sickness with fitness. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.